0: I can tell you that with one of the best hip hop songs of all time, or at least cherished, that we're playing here, there's only one guy I think of anytime I hear Ain't Nothing But a G Thing, and that is the G Man himself, Mike Jaminski, former Duke basketball player and longtime ACC basketball analyst. He joins us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. G Man, is that the song that you've heard? most of your radio hit life is that the one that you hear constantly to the point where now you can sing it word for word mm-hmm.
1: I, you know I, I i hear i identify with the song i've not seen dime one of royalties from it <laughs> which, which is a travesty um so i i need to i need to work on that and then of course my team the football giants are called the g-men so there's just uh, there's just trademark infringement all over the
0: place. It's your song. As far as I'm concerned, it's your song. You're all I think about when I hear that with Dr. Dre. And so we appreciate you joining us and good work by the dynamic producer that is Fiddy playing that coming back. (laughs) It's good to talk to you, G-Man. It's been a while. Wanted to talk some ACC college basketball and let's start with the Duke Blue Devils. We already talked a little bit about state. We'll get to that in a moment. But the Blue Devils, they hung on last night against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. That was after a two-game losing streak. They lost to Miami, they lost the tough one against Virginia. Right now, just overall, how are you feeling about the Duke Blue Devils heading in to what is going to be the last little stretch of the regular season?
1: Um, you know, I, they're they're kind of. I think they're they're unfortunately still trying to, uh, you know, to find themselves. They had some injury issues early. Um, you know, I, I think Filipowski's been fabulous, uh, and uh, you know, he's had a terrific season. He's been pretty consistent all the way through. He's been you know, by far the best of the freshmen um, that they have in, Uh, you know, their, their thing is, has been guard play. And, you know, in this, in this day and age, you've got to have a really good backcourt and wings to compete. And, uh, you know, and Roach has been good and Proctor is getting better, but um, you know, it's just, it's not that they're not as good as the other backcourts around the league. If you want to really get into comparisons.
0: Well, and then you talk about John Shire, who has been compared a lot to Hubert Davis within his first year because of some mm-hmm. of the similarities, of course, between Duke and North Carolina, first-year guys taking over for legendary coaches. You know, Mike, how much do you think that Duke has suffered and or even benefited from John Shire's first year with the job that he's done?
1: Well, you know, I, I, I will refer to the play at the end of the Virginia game. And, uh, you know, if – if K is on the sideline uh, yeah you know who knows how that call is made uh, you know if Roy Williams is on the sideline how is that call made and you know I, this is a part of the, the referee's thing i mean they're looking over there and they're not seeing hall of fame guys and these are you know two coaches who i think are going to do very very well and but they've got to you know they've got to earn that respect it just doesn't come with sitting uh, one seat over as both of them have moved so you know that being said, uh, you know I think John is, and the thing with both of them with Ian and Hubert, they were involved heavily in the recruiting process before they made the transition to head coaches. So they, they really haven't dropped off at all with regard to that. I don't ex- expect that to happen. So they're going to continue to get talent.
2: Mike, West Bryant here, and I was going to ask you so far, it's, we're down the stretch of this ACC season. The tournament is on the horizon. What has been the biggest surprise and the biggest disappointment for you thus far?
1: Wes, um, I, I think the way Clemson is playing right now is a bit of a disappointment. Uh, they were you know at the top of the league for most of the first half of the season. They've lost three in a row, and they're have you know trouble having trouble finding to get you know, get some traction. Um, I, you know, I really, well, one, I thought Notre Dame was going to be a lot better than two and 13. Um, and but they just, they can't defend anybody. So that's been the, you know, their biggest issue, um, you know, North Carolina at eight and seven Duke at nine and six, uh, you know, North Carolina started the year ranked number one. And I remember I did their second game and Hubert was really downplaying that as, as well. He should, I mean, that was a team last year that was never ranked number one. Caught fire at the right time. Brady Manick was a huge part of what they did, and you know him leaving uh, exposed some things. So um, you know that. So as but as far as surprises, Pitt, you know, right at the top of the list. I think you know they start out one and three, but Jeff Capel has done a fabulous job turning them around, and. NC State, um, you know, they, they lose at Syracuse last night, but they are playing extremely well, and they are, they're a dangerous team come tournament time.
2: And they talk about the the depth in this league, and, and then you've seen this year some of the lack of real star power, but with that said, off of those questions, who do you have right now as your ACC Player of the Year and Coach of the Year? Boy,
1: well, you know, that uh, – um, You know, that's changed. I mean, you know, early in the year, I would have said Baycott. Um, January, I might have said Hunter Tyson. Um, Now, Turquavian Smith, maybe. Tyree Appleby. Um, I think the the, the voters are going to wait and see what happens over the last five or six games or so and see how things shake out. I, I think that that's still... Very up in the air. I think those guys are probably at the head of the list, but I think a lot of it's going to depend on on where people finish.
0: It's Mike Jaminski. Do sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Do you have anything else? No, I
1: was in and and coach of the year. I you know Jeff Capel. I think I'd I'd put right up there, and uh, Kevin Keats. I think has done a fabulous job as well. I think it'd probably be one of those two guys.
0: When you bring up Kevin Keats, North Carolina has to go through them this weekend and we all know about the problems that the Tar Heels have been undergoing here recently. You also bring up Armando Baycott, how maybe at the beginning of the ACC season, you might have given that player of the year award to him. Only six field goals against Miami. He's getting in foul trouble just a little bit. But Mike, I kind of look at this Carolina team and I I look at Armando Baycott, as you kind of mentioned too, maybe losing some of that player of the year prowess, right? Even with guys outside the conference you know kind of moving up as well just within the ACC do you think that offense needs to run more through Baycott and how much are the guards kind of contributing the lack of success that they've had um how much are they contributing to some of the disappointment that we're experiencing with the heels right now
1: well you know Walker I mean and and I said this you know Hubert and I talked you know during you know before that game and I said you are a lot like we were in nineteen seventy nine. Um, a a young team, our team that came off of, uh, you know, run to the national championship game, um, had everybody coming back the next year and things were completely different. We were all different individually. We were, we were different as a team, even though it was the same guys. Uh, and, and we were ranked number one preseason and that changed the whole complexion of the year for us. And, you know, I think with, with, Carolina, the same thing. Everybody thought, like, all right, this is, you know, we really even don't have to pay attention to this part of the year. We're just going to get into the tournament and get back to the final four and, you know, win one more game. And that's, you know, that's not the case. And like I said, Manic was a big hit. Um, Pete Nance, a good player, but different. And, you know, and and then all of a sudden, early on, they, you know, they're going to be, uh, you know, everybody's going to circle their name on the schedule anyway. But coming off of that number one ranking and then they lose some games and you think, all right, these guys are vulnerable. Maybe we can beat them. Um, And uh, things have just kind of snowballed on them.
0: Well, Mike, how did you guys fight through that? I mean, comparing them to that team that you played on that had a lot of guys come back. What would be your advice to North Carolina on how to fight through it and then put a run together at the end of the season to not only get into the tournament, but then have to make a run once they get into March Madness?
1: Walker, I don't, I don't know that I can give any good advice because we, we we did get to the ACC championship game and lost to North Carolina. Dudley Bradley was the MVP and had a, you know a great, great tournament. And then we had injuries and, 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 illness and we lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament, um, to, to, you know, to St. John's. So <laughs> I don't know that I could provide any <laughs> great answers for them. Um, it's just, you know, and then, you know, I, I don't know as far as internal dynamics. And this goes across the board for college basketball, what the NIL has done to the dynamic in the locker room. You know, with what guys are making, who's making what, and you know, who's making more than me. Um, I don't know if that's played an issue, but I got to think that it's a factor.
2: Mike, turning the page and looking at the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, they sit nine and six uh, in the ACC, 17 and nine overall. Uh, what are your thoughts about this team as they look to be each week? on the cusp, in or out, bubble-wise, as far as the NCAA tournament goes, and what type of chance do you give them going into Miami for a big game this Saturday?
1: Yeah, I, I think, and I'm going to be calling that game, actually, um, and uh, looking forward to it. Um, you know, I, I think they're they're big three, and this is going to, it's going to be a, a really good matchup in the backcourt. Um, you know, Tyree Appleby is uh, having a terrific season. Uh, a little bit of a high volume shooter but uh you know he can put points up and then Monsanto a really good three three point threat and Cam Hildreth um is really really improved from last year so those those guys are all going to have to have really good games and then you know the Isaiah Wong and and Nigel Pack in the backcourt for Miami are they're they're really dynamic really solid they've meshed well with Pack coming in this year and Jordan Miller is very much a, an X factor in North Carolina. Found that out the other night. He uh, was a, a big part of that win.
2: And then, Mike, as we head into the tournament, the ACC tournament, that is, I mean, does this mm-hmm. have a propensity to be one of the best that we've seen as far as a parity standpoint? Do you have your finger on who you think could win it, or is this tournament just going to be just up in the air as far as who can win it?
1: Yeah, I. you know, the thing that I've said about this year, that there's no great team, um, and I think that Virginia and Miami have have separated themselves a little bit. Uh, I'm going to be curious to see that uh, the double buy who gets that. I mean, I think Pitt is is in Virginia and Miami, but then it's going to be I think between Clemson and NC State as to who gets that double buy into Thursday. You know, I think the bottom six is set for Tuesday um and then it's just going to be a you know who gets hot um you know and who's who's got some depth to get through Uh, to get through that game but I I think this year more maybe so than any that double buy is really going to factor in heavily.
0: Mike do you have an opinion on whether this is actually a good thing for the ACC to have all this parity or are you a guy that kind of likes some of those blue bloods like Duke like North Carolina resembling more so teams of the past where you absolutely consider them a championship contender year in and year out?
1: Well, I mean, you have to you have to put Virginia in that category. Yeah, now. that's true. I mean, you know, they've got a they've won a national championship. They're in the top twenty consistently. Tony Bennett's done a fabulous job there. You know, the thing is, Walker, that the national perception of the conference, for better or for worse, is based on Duke and North Carolina. If they're having the year like they're having this year. And with the coaching change and everything, the, the, the perception of the league is it's having a down year. Um, whereas, you know, it, it's really competitive. You know, who's going to win the ACC tournament? I have no idea. Um, but, and, and that's that's going to be the fun of Greensboro this year, I think. Um, but that's, ju- that's just the fact that those, you know, you, you look at the ACC from, afar and all right what are north carolina and duke doing and they're not in the top 25 which I've, historically has rarely happened uh and and the rest of the league suffers as a result
0: that's mike Jaminsky, the g-man joining us on the body works plus guest hotline here Wes and walker sports radio 92 7 wfnc mike it's so great to catch up with you man thanks for talking uh, college basketball with us and uh, we'll speak again soon
2: thanks mike Yeah,
1: Walker, great to speak with you. I'm looking forward to uh, the Deacons down at the Canes this weekend.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.